This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here's what a dork I am. I have a guitar at home that the lead guitarist of Thin Lizzy did that opening chord on my guitar for me. It's just an E. He's like, ring, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm that kind of dork. That's a great That's cool. open, though. Oh, it's one of the best. Classic rock. That's one of the best. It's the first time you just hear that first note yeah. you're talking about. You know exactly, you know exactly, what, exactly it what it is. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Plus that crunchy bass. I love Thin Lizzy. Yeah. What an underrated band. Those guys were fantastic. I uh, A TikTok of them came up playing live from the 70s, and they were so tight. Just no overdubs, no nothing. Yeah. I sent it to Nick. He's kind of the same kind of nerd I am. Uh, so good afternoon, DGS and KMOX. A few minutes past 1 p.m. Amy, welcome back. Hey, thank Amy, you. Shall I call you Amy Jar? Yes, I am going to be Jar. Mrs. Mason Jar. We had one texter say that I could be Mark's jars. It's not bad. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's not bad. Mark's jars. Yeah. 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 But only if he does that too. Yeah. That's, that's right. only fair. That's right. We blend Mason the two Mark's names. jars, Amy Mark's jars. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's cool. Very cool. I don't Thank know how much you. you guys talked about it on your show, so no need to repeat oh, it. Oh, man. I'm over it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. He wants oh. to be a bridesmaid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have to. Yeah, no, me I want to. Uh, ring bearer. Yeah, he that's keep, not bad. He keep changing it. Official flower, flower lady, flower, flower dude. girl. Yeah. What can I be? Oh, what's Andrew, my role? Come on, Usher, I want be serious. Um, you could be a flower girl too. No, yes. we're not. Do- I'm not sharing duties either. I'm the guy it. or I'm not. Share with me. You're really missing an opportunity to not have Andrew be a reader. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a lot of people that so, have some uh, microphone presence. So, uh, love, is, love first, is patient. Uh, first Corinthians. I don't know. <laughs> love is patient. Love is kind. I guess. I don't know. You're the only one of us who can't. Is that do where an Corinthian? Is. I know. <laughs> is that where Corinthian leather comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. I, I told her already that if she has, I'm not doing a destination wedding. So if it's in Wildwood, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. West, west of ah, 170. He has to pack an overnight bag and a yeah. snack. <laughs> Juice box, snack. <laughs> like a little kid. That little, the, the peanut, what's the stuff yeah. that, uh, the gel that's like, the, yeah. yeah. A little baggy. The energy of, gel. The, yeah. the Gatorade yes. gel. And a yeah. little baggy yeah. full of Cheerios. go gurt. <laughs> uh, thanks to Kevin and Andrew, we did our annual installing of the Jeep windows. Today. Yeah, went pretty Important smooth. Ceremony. It was better this year than it last went year. Pretty smooth. Last this year was... we were upside down and oh. backward. <laughs> yeah. This year we were like, within what was it? Maybe three minutes. We're like, oh wait, this is how you do it. 
<laughs> well, all we had to do was realize that what we were trying to do was impossible. Right, right, right. And I'm like, I think it's impossible yeah. to do this. <laughs> it makes me crazy. The first time I did that, uh, I went to YouTube, and there's a guy... We all know I, that guy. Yeah, I, hate, like, I hate those guys. The music, <laughs> yeah, the music's like, yeah. bump, bump, a doo doo And he's like, hey, you can do it by yourself. It's so easy. Just you and a banana. And I'm like, well, how hard can this be? <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> Here's how you change the air filter in your car. And then it's like a three-minute video. Oh, and you're no. like, oh, this is perfect. And then, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. That's like the people who say, oh, here's a simple recipe for lunch. And it's 15 ingredients. Yeah, and it uh-huh, takes 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know what simple means? A lot of people watching them are like, it'll take them 15 minutes to get the hood open. <laughs> Where's that thing again? Well, Ron has loose hubcaps. Yeah, my hubcaps keep falling off. Oh! What do you have hubcaps for? <laughs> well, they're not like good ones. I mean, they're just whatever they come with, you know, whatever the car comes with. I wasn't with. assuming you had good ones. It's I, not like, I didn't I'm not, know they made hubcaps anymore. They're not the floating rims, man. It's just, oh. I don't know. They keep, they just keep popping off. What if you had the spinners with lights? That would be so great. Bro, I thought about it. Like yeah. while you're driving, what they pop of off? He working? drove over his own hubcap. It <laughs> fell off and he drove <laughs> like, There's nothing worse than driving over your own. My whip's a Toyota, Dave. <laughs> how, how, how recent? 2016. Okay. I just, I didn't know that we still made hubcaps. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just a little. No, I'm familiar with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they clearly don't screw on. <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> not mine. Maybe you're not, not mine. Just snap I on it. Yeah, it is a, yeah, yeah. Snap-ons? Yeah. Had that happen in high school. Too. Of course, this was a car from 1976. When I was in high school, but yeah, we were doing that once in a while. We're driving around and we'd make a really hard turn because oh, we're, screw- yeah. we're screwing around. And then I, we You're heard, we just heard the ding, 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 ding. Woo, woo, and we're like, what was that? What I hit? <laughs> and then we park. We're like, well, <laughs> two hubcaps are gone. Got to explain my, that to my dad. My my old roommate uh, had a, one of those old, I think it was an Oldsmobile, like his parents had given him. And this was just after college. And he was commuting to the suburbs for work. And it was, this thing was beat up and it was the kind that had the canvas top. And he said, he's driving down the highway and he oh, hears it was like, like the this, brome. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, like yeah, this yeah. white yeah, canvas yeah, top. Yeah. And he said he heard this whoosh, like it felt like somebody jumped on the top of his car while he was driving. <laughs> and he looks, <laughs> he looks out the rear view and that canvas thing is flying <laughs> onto the highway. And it was like one big piece just flying. Oh, the no. Cars, were, Got cars little, were dodging it. Got a little windy oh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> Such a funny visual. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had one of those stolen twice. <clears throat> it was my mom and dad's car. They're Oldsmobile people. Yeah. And uh, they smashed the column, and you just pull on this little crank, and it would start it. And then I got I got the car back. They retrieved it, but I couldn't afford to fix the column. I was oh. in law school, so I looked like I was stealing my own car every time I got in. <laughs> it. just like, bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Oh, my high school buddy had a Chevy Citation. I did too. That bought he bought it for three hundred dollars, and he this, overpaid. Oh, this thing was a piece. I remember we it, it ran for about five days, and we took it to a football game, and we got out of the car, and he took the key out, and it was still running. Was yeah, just, we're walking yeah. away. We're walking away from the car, and it's sputtering, and then it just <laughs> finally stopped. But just, my buddy in college, had, we couldn't even, we didn't know what the car was because it had no more labels on it. It was gone. It just like labeled this car. And it was one of those tiny little ones. Number one, you had to get a running push start to get it to start. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd be like pushing it. The two of us would be running and pushing his car. And then he would jump in and try to start it. <laughs> and then he could just take like the, the key out while kid. you're driving down the highway. And it didn't. It was just 
still going like, like a zombie car. It's like Mrs. LaRusso's car. <laughs> I remember uh, what was the the name of our time traveler? Brantley. There you go. Brantley Smithers. And we would have him on. Oh gosh, ten years ago, mm-hmm. and he was fascinating, fascinating guy. And he claimed to be able to walk through portals and travel time, and it was intriguing enough that we kept having him back. And then he finally blew it one time. He goes, uh, he goes, you know, we've met. And I'm like, really? He goes, yes. He goes, you went to SIU? And I'm like, well, anyone can figure that out. And he said, uh, you pulled up next to me in your car, and you were super jacked. I'm like, tracking so far. <laughs> and he goes, and it was a really sweet Corvette convertible. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. You're you're cooked. It was he a got, yellow Chevette. He got over his skis a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he, he a got, little bit. He got too confident. Yeah, I rem- I remember he brought in one time a giant uh, black bag over his um over his shoulder like Santa Claus, and in it he would bring out like a bunch of like you know Major Matt Mason's like toys from the seventies, and he's like. This is proof that I went back in time to the seventies, well, okay. and you were like, "I have one of those in my office, right?" It doesn't prove that you went back <laughs> yeah. in time. Are you, you sure he wasn't by bringing something from the future? Yeah, you sure yeah, he didn't yeah. travel to the future? Maybe no, you have only, a Corvette, could be. and you he, go back to college. No, he be. only went back oh. in time. Oh, he only went back in time. Oh, yeah. but was he from now? No, I think he went. Fu- I, did I, he go future? He did, but he always refused to tell us because it was way too crazy. Yes, he said it was too dark, and uh, he wouldn't want to inflict that upon us. Oh. Well, he nailed that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah, sounds like a cop out. Yeah, he probably I, saw COVID, and he's like, you guys don't even want to know. I was thinking about that. I know I've asked this question many times, uh, and what I'm about to say is the opposite of genius. So it's kind of – my question was going to be, why does it seem like every day it's just what type of bad news we're going to get? Mm-hmm. The things just keep – not like – we just seem to need, like, we we just don't catch a break. It, it, like, as a species, as a country, whatever, it just seems like we never catch a break. And then I was thinking about, I spent the weekend with Phoebe, who's a freshman in college, and her problems are so proximate. Her problems are, what boy is she dating right now? She has an essay due, and she hasn't really even looked at it. You know, those kind of things. She's not even engaged in world problems or paying bills or being in a marriage that's not working, whatever it is. And just the older you get, I think the more the world seems threatening because you have to deal with all those things. And then hopefully you get to an age where you stop worrying about them again. I don't know what that age is, but maybe you get to an age where you're retired or whatever, and you just go, you know, I don't care anymore. Boomers haven't reached that age yet. But it does feel like the world is darker than it used to be. Do you guys feel that as well? Well, I don't think, but I, I, yes, but it's probably because I'm paying more attention. Yeah. Yeah. I think most people just aren't paying attention. And it's in your face every day. If you're, I mean, if you're watching the right I thing, mean, if, and then if, if the news is on, I mean, the, what's their what's the old cliche? I mean, I learned this in in, in college. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. I mean, that was thirty years ago. So, and that's only gotten worse, right? I mean, that's gonna be. So, I do think it seems that way. I'm not sure that it is because I, I didn't experience life. I could then. just accept that. Yeah. Like, no, this is just kind of an illusion. It's not. Yeah. It's not really worse. It's just your. You have changed. You care now at all. I was going to say more, but just at all. And uh, and and it's now 24-7. Yeah. I would feel much better if I could just believe that was true. It's also the unfamiliar, mm-hmm. right? Because in, in let's say in the 70s and 80s, we were familiar with a certain type of problem, true. a certain type of thing. Well, the problems now are not the exact same. They're true. different. 
Well, I I have always said if I had been alive during World War II, I would have thought this is the end times. Like mm-hmm. this is the end of the especially and again, I mean, especially with everything that's going on now, and I think never again is now. Um, but if I had been alive in the 40s and seen the attack on the Jewish people and the entire world at war on you know the Pacific front and then the European front, I would have thought this is it. I don't know how you live through that and don't think that everything is out of control. And to me, that would have been that entire environment of true world war mm-hmm. seems but way worse than what we're dealing agreed. with now. But didn't 80 million um, people not, died during World War II. The, the convict, yeah. 80 million. Yeah. Like, or the can, we even, can we even fathom that? No, or imagine living during the plague in the middle of the ages and everyone's dying. That seems way worse than our American and you have no politics answers. now. Now yeah. we have answers. Yeah. But back then it's just like, well, mom's dead. And you just, you, yeah. you didn't know what to do. I would have felt out of control then. We just know. We just know, know so much. much. Yeah. yeah, and it, like so that I just looked this up. It was three percent of the global population um, when it was two point three billion. And what are we at now? Seven and a half. Eight. Mm-hmm. Eight. Close, yeah. So it, you're talking about two hundred plus million deaths to equal what World War Two was. That's. I mean, nothing like that is happening. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 122 DGS and X Tonight is the third and I believe final Republican primary debate. Um, does anyone care? I mean, at this point, I feel like it really, truly is only about entertainment because none of these people. Okay. It's going to be Trump unless Trump gets convicted. And even then, it could he be could Trump. still run. Right. It could still be Trump. Right. Um, I'm almost feeling mad about it, about watching tonight, about paying attention tonight, because it's like watching a bunch of people try out for. Uh, catcher on the Cardinals when you have Wilson Contreras and you're like, well, why do I care? I mean, why do I care who is the best second choice? Am I making any sense? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it, honestly, it's almost even worse than that. It, this is almost to the point where it's like the three of us dudes in here going out and trying out for the Cardinals catcher spot when you have a professional 
Like, because none of these, you're right, Dave, barring something super unforeseen, none of unless them are you're thinking about, even close. Unless you're thinking about four years from now. Or the possibility that something does happen in the next few months and Trump is just not, I don't know what it would be, because obviously conviction is not it. He could still run if he's convicted. Um, nothing is preventing him from being president from jail, if he, which is not going to get there. But if that did happen, he could still technically be president from prison. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. I think you're thinking about future political prospects and which of these five. All right. If it's not Trump four years from now, maybe it's maybe it's Nikki Haley. You know, maybe it's that. But you should know, we be bothering with four years from now right now? I mean, they have to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I get why they're doing it. It's just that. Uh, Trump's not playing the game. I'm not going to show up. Why would I show up? I, I could, there's only a downside. Yeah. I think he's a punk for not showing up, it, yeah. but he's not wrong. No, no, no. From a tactical perspective, he's absolutely he right to be lose. doing what he's doing. But this is not, this isn't a game. This, this is our, this is our politics. This is our presidency. He should have to, to, to be involved. He should have to answer questions. I feel dumber as a person and as an American, watching what has evolved into how we choose our leader. Because if you do watch tonight, we all know this, it's really not about substance. No, no. In, in the after show, it's all going to be about who got the best zinger. The one-liner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who Cindy brady and spaced out and couldn't answer the question. It's not really about any sort of depth. It's just about... It's like a dating game you, or you, something. You know how you tell that in the first five minutes, when each each person, each candidate is getting in that line that they worked on, and you can tell they're getting them all out <laughs> early. Like, oh, yeah. all right, you worked on that one for the last two months. I I see what you're doing. If we were, if our boss's boss Becky left, and we're interviewing for a new market manager, we would take it more seriously. And the search would be more serious, and the questions and the interviews would be more serious than this is for the presidency. Well, there would actually be qualifications needed for that job, right? I mean, you're not going to go to our parent company and be like, I want to run that whole market. Yeah, have you ever done it before? No, I'm an outsider. Yeah, I'm an outsider. I'm an outsider. That's exactly, I'm going to clean up the swamp because I've never (laughs) been in your business before, so I know how to fix it. I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think Nikki Haley has substance. I think there's something to be said for four years down the road. I think, I don't know if this is a survival mechanism or if I'm just being super naive. I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope that somehow, somehow it won't be Trump. And if it's not, I think Nikki Haley has a real chance. She's the only one that doesn't seem completely canned. She can come up with a clever, concise response based on experience and knowledge versus little catchy phrases she practiced in the mirror. Um, She's one of the few that doesn't make me want to vomit, unlike Vivek Ramaswamy, who's just the griftiest grifter that ever grifted. And uh, so, yeah, I'm holding out hope. I think Nikki Haley has promise, and I think head-to-head, Nikki Haley beats Biden, and it's not even close. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. would you? What would you think of? I, I would actually have more interest in these things if it was a smaller number of people. Like, if it was just like DeSantis and Nikki Haley. It'd be interesting, because there would be a pretty—I think Amy's right. I think there'd be a stark contrast between those two. Mm-hmm. One's going to be talking in like you know political speech, and the other one's going to be like policy, 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 fact, number, fact, She'd number. Crush him. Yeah. She'd crush him in his little white boots. 
<laughs> I'm right. Wait, he's got he's got a new thing. Uh oh. Look up the snake tongue. Oh. He's been he's been doing this no. during interviews. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. One thirty-four DGS on KMOX. Um, okay, let's talk about Israel and Gaza. We haven't talked about that much in the last couple of days. And Amy's back, and she's knowledgeable and passionate. Um, so the latest, as I understand it, uh, the UN Secretary General is saying that there's something, quote-unquote, uh, very wrong with Israel's war that they're waging uh, in Gaza against Hamas. Uh, Anthony Blinken today said it's clear that Israel cannot occupy Gaza any longer or in the future. That's a pretty big statement to make. And Netanyahu has said the opposite, that we will be providing the security for Gaza for the foreseeable future. Um, you had Tlaib censured in the House mm-hmm. uh, for being anti-Semitic. Uh, you have, I think it's Brian Zinke, uh, who uh, put out a bill to have all Palestinians kicked out and not let any Palestinians in uh, because he doesn't trust Biden to know who's good and who's bad. So now there's they're wanting to censure him. So it's just kind of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Aim just your most recent take since it's been a couple of days. All right. My most recent take is... I would like to congratulate Hamas. They did it. They sold the West on terrorism. They sold the West on the merits and the justification of ISIS tactics. They did it. They have tens of thousands of people marching in London, New York, L.A., San Francisco, our universities, saying, oh, yeah, listen, we don't really... 
We don't really want to condone baking babies in ovens and cutting off the arms of little girls so they can bleed out and gang raping mothers in front of their dead husbands. We don't, but I mean, they're frustrated. They're justifying it. And they've been able to establish themselves as a somewhat credible source because I'm seeing New York Times, NPR saying, well, according to the Gaza Health Ministry, you know, according to Hamas, when was the last time we ever said, well, according to ISIS, well, according to ISIS, the U.S. did this. According to ISIS, Israel did this. And I'm sorry, the people chanting from the river to the sea, seeing the Star of David in the baskets um, and just, you know, talking about how horrible Israel is and then seeing that leak into all Jewish people across the world. No, when you're chanting from the river to the sea, you are talking about the extermination of Israel and the Jewish people. And I, I, I am shocked and I'm so disheartened by a lot of these protesters who I'm not giving the benefit of a doubt, especially when you see them being interviewed or you see them talking. I see hateful, bigoted, ignorant, terrorist-supporting fools. That's what I see. I see that never again is now. And... Yes, we've said this over and over again. Israel needs to use surgical precision in defending itself, and Israel has a right to defend itself. And I know, like Blinken said, they can't go into Gaza and occupy it. Well, no one else will. No one else wants to run it. Hamas is running it. Egypt doesn't want it. The Palestinian Authority, you're seeing other terrorist organizations going on television being interviewed saying, well, listen, we don't want this to get worse, but we can't promise that Libya, Syria, Yemen, Hezbollah, Iran, we can't promise that they won't take this out. Here's what I know. The people protesting aren't really for Palestinian people. You know why? They didn't say anything when the Assad regime in Syria killed tens of thousands of Palestinians. And they go, oh, well, Israel kills civilians. One guy tweeted out, I thought this was so right. He said, hey, did you see Israel? Killed a thousand civilians yesterday, mostly women and children. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a typo. That was in Sudan. You don't care. It's because the West now, like so many terrorist organizations, they're obsessed with Jewish people. And it's really weird to me that we, we whether we're talking about Jewish people in America, which is separate from Israeli policies, we're making that very clear. But somehow in all of these protests, it's not. We see a Jewish man get killed at a protest. What's his name? Does anybody know his yeah, name? Yeah, Paul Kessler. We need to say that name loud and make sure we know. It's been out there. It's the anti-Semitism. I will. Hey, listen, never against now. And I, I'm, I'm going to, you can see I'm worked up. I'm going to scream it from the rooftops. The anti-Semitism we're seeing is mind-boggling to me. If I'm Jewish, I'm terrified because it's everywhere. What, uh, I've been surprised as well. What do you think we missed? What, what? happened well it's been going i mean it's been going on because in 2022 as i mentioned before we saw continued anti-semitic um hate crimes in new york and a jewish person was attacked every 33 hours in new york we've seen this rise but the jewish people are a minority in the world they're 14 16 18 million jewish people in the world and it's shocking to me how the world blames everything on them. Like, it's so bizarre. We are so obsessed with them. Why aren't people marching for the, all the Palestinians who were killed in Syria? Why aren't people marching for what's happening in Sudan? Again, the world is obsessed and they hold them to this standard and we blame them for things. And so I think it's always it's always been there. I mean, my goodness, we've seen it 
whether it's World War II or the 1972 Olympics, the Israeli team, all the athletes that got killed. I have a friend from Israel. I didn't understand this until now. She said, when you're you know, from Israel, you learn something. And one is you'd be very proud of where you came from, but you don't always broadcast it. You don't broadcast it. And I, I would argue that when you're looking at surgical precision and warfare, no one does it better than Israel. This is extraordinarily difficult because of the tunnels. And I think loss of civilian life is absolutely tragic. I blame a lot of that on Hamas, who traps their people there, who uses the Palestinian people as human shields. But Hamas did it. Somehow they have sold terrorist tactics as resistance fighters and freedom fighters. And we have a congresswoman. We have congresswomen and Cori Bush and Rashida Tlaib that bring shame on our country. And never again is now. This is never again is now. And I I will fight this anti-Semitism. I'll call it out. Do you have people challenge you like online? Do you have fights there? I don't get on Twitter. No, I don't. I will, you know, on air um, and I'll, talk to people in person um but it is it's shameful what we're seeing because i've never in america seen so much when you're talking about isis yeah but this was 15 16 17 times 9 11 how many times we go, well yeah but i mean they were pretty frustrated no the jewish people are fighting for their just where are they going to go? They're going to go to London where tens of thousands of people are protesting against Israel. Are they going to come here where some of these protests have gotten violent or you're seeing swastikas put on uh, synagogues, uh, Jewish people getting attacked on the subway? Ron's thoughts. Um, well, I, I think that there are a lot of people um who are anti-Semitic, and they've always been there, and, and they're probably emerging now. I do not assign all of these hundreds of thousands of protesters around the world as all pro-Hamas, because I don't think it's true. I think what's happening is, pretty immediately after October 7th, Israelis started bombing Gazan neighborhoods. And I think people are watching that. They're watching kids get pulled out of rubble. They're seeing the numbers of innocent people who have nothing to do with Hamas, um, hospitals overwhelmed in Gaza, uh, innocent people being killed. And I think the vast majority of the of the protesters around the world are uh, protesting that. I don't think they're saying, way to go, Hamas. We totally get it. Now, there, there are anti-Semitic um, actions that have happened. That is inexcusable. That, that can't happen. The, 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 the stupid pulling down of posters of missing people that's that serves no purpose that does that does nothing but we have to acknowledge that it i mean maybe the numbers are worse than we're hearing but we do hear that close to 10,000 people have died in Gaza could be more than that a lot of them are probably terrorists but thousands of them are not we know for a fact kids are not terrorists so i think had Israel, and we're, we're not talking about Israeli people, we're not talking about Jewish people, at least I'm not, when I, I say I have a bit of a problem with how Israel, the government, the military has gone after Hamas the way they have, 
because they've destroyed entire buildings where people live. And then they tell them, you better get out. You better go. Well, where are they supposed to go? You can't. It's not easy to just leave and then go live somewhere else. Um, we're, we're seeing innocent people killed. And I am I am on the side of humanity here. So I am absolutely on the side of of the people and families who lost their loved ones on October 7th, uh, those who are subjected to anti-Semitism, I'm on their side. I'm also on the side of people who are have nothing to do with anything that Hamas has done, but they have to live under that. And they're in danger, in danger of being bombed themselves. I'm on their side, too. I don't think we have to pick a side of humanity or, you know, of the of the humans. We don't have to pick one or the other. We can pick all of humanity here. And I think we have to acknowledge that, hey, man, maybe Israel's doing this in a bit of a heavy-handed way. Maybe they just are because because thousands of innocent people are dying. Let me draw an analogy, though. The average German person had nothing to do with the Third Reich. They had nothing to do with Adolf Hitler, with the Nazis. They got bombed because, because their leaders started a war. And they were invading other countries and occupying other start, countries. They yeah. started a it's war. a little bit there different. Was a it, it's a bigger on scale. October 6th. A little bit different. There it's was a, a ceasefire on October 6th. Yeah, it's a bigger scale. So, so here, well, here's but the question. This is, no, what happen- think- this is the problem with what has happened in world history. When bad leaders do terrible things, the people that will suffer, and this sucks, but it's the problem. The problem starts with the people that are, okay. that are committing the crimes. I mean, if we want to. So, so then let me ask this question How many dead, innocent people are acceptable? None. But what do we? What do you do? Well, what do you? What, What's the alternative? But you can't. Doing I, nothing's not an alternative. I, no, 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 no. But there's that. There's a. There's a big gray area between doing what nothing and then just bombing the hell out of an entire get, country. Get, how do you do it? Uh, do, they have special forces. Okay, right. Use your intelligence. All, you're going to get all your people killed. Israel has been. It's so not our job good. to tell them how to fight the war. But right. it, I think it is our job as citizens of the world to say, please don't bomb refugee camps and. First of all, a lot of the information we're getting is from Hamas or the Gaza Health Ministry, and, which again, which is like and a saying, from well, the United Nations, some of from hospitals said, Israel themselves. said they bombed the, no, the I'm going, refugee camp. I'm going right. with the numbers, yes. But to, to Kevin's point, you can't have a ceasefire because Hamas doesn't want it. Hamas's leader went on multiple interviews televised and said, you think October 7th was bad? We're going to do it again and again and yeah. again because it's in their charter to kill all Jewish people. There's no such thing as a ceasefire with ISIS. And again, because Hamas uses civilians as a human shield, it's tragic that there will be civilian loss of life. And I think also we have held Israel to a higher standard because we hear the stories of them having a certain missile that can get through a bedroom window to hit one well, guy I mean, and not hit the kids. That's an impossible standard when you've got terrorists launching missiles. On from that hospitals. same note, what did we do after 9-11? And we handled it poorly. Well, but I know I would say I would say that we didn't do it right. But when you come when it comes down saying that when it comes down to it, though, there's a reason that the smartest military minds on the planet are choosing the courses of action that they are in those because they realize the alternatives lead to more dead soldiers, more dead Delta Force and more dead Navy SEALs and more dead Marines. If you do it the other way, the and I'm not saying it's okay. Innocent loss of life is terrible across the board. Okay, then what's the number? 
What's the, what's the number we should be? What's the number we should be willing to live with? I don't know what the with? number Ask is. Hamas. They don't care. So Hamas, is, is, have you so noticed Hamas is fine? So the, so They've got electricity. So They've Benjamin, got water. Benjamin got Netanyahu fuel. has no agency here whatsoever. So basically, what we're saying is, no matter what he does, hey, hey, nope. hey, he's nope. got to do what he's got to do. What I would say is. I think the only his th- people, by the way, aren't happy with the job no, he's no, done. Agreed. Oh, the three fourths of them want him out. Oh, agreed. So, and there will be a time where the international community and the people of Israel can hold him accountable for what he does. You can't say right now, stop doing it. Otherwise, it's going to come back no one's at saying, you again. No one's saying stop completely. Here, All right, let me stop. Let me stop this great discussion, but we're way late for a break. Uh, when we come back, I have some sound to play for you. Get your opinions on it. Same topic. Uh, you guys can always call in. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Welcome back, guys. 152 DGS and KMOX. We're having a very impassioned and, I think, smart discussion about what's going on in Israel and Gaza. And on the break, it even ramped up more. And I'm always telling you guys, save it, save it, save it, save it for the air, which is difficult because they're very impassioned. Uh, Amy, you had an analogy, and Andrew took umbrage at it, so let's do that again. Okay. Let's say you have there's two houses. You have you, ha- your house with your family, and you have another house that has, like, you know, your neighbors, two guys, t- two wives. Let's say it's, like, a, you know, a couple families in that house, and they have kids. But the men in that group have their friends, and they come to your house. I won't say everything that I said off the air, but like we said, Killing babies, putting them in oven, gang raping in horrific ways, more evil than you can imagine in front of the kids, killing kids, letting them bleed out body parts, the dead husband, everything attacking you. You're like, we got it. We have to get these guys because they keep coming. They keep coming to your house and attacking your family and they're hiding behind their wives and kids. You have to go after them, and there's a good chance that some of their family members are going to get hurt. You can try, but if they're hiding behind the wives and kids, what do you do? Do you not take action? You have to do your best to try not to hurt them. You have to do your best to go after those guys. But if you don't do anything, if you do a, there's no such thing as a ceasefire. They're going to keep sending these guys to attack your family, your wives and kids. What, your are, exact what do you words, do? Your exact words were, you got to take them out. You got to take them out. And I just, I, I'm very surprised to hear you say that. And I think if you heard Who a recording of yourself, are? hold on. Who do you think if them you, are? If you heard a recording of yourself saying that, mm-hmm. I uh, not last week, maybe the week before, um, you said something about children, you know, whatever. And I said, you, you just can't do it. You can't, you can't, you have to find, I kind of like I did last segment. I said, you have to find a way to prevent that from happening. And you said, I didn't draw attention to it at the time because we were out of time. Mm-hmm. But you said, look, children are going to get killed. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And I just, I can't, I can't accept that. I think if you go through the wife and children of the guy who's hurting your wife and children Mm -hmm. to get to them, you're no better than the guy who's killing your wife and child. Even though they're you're no better than rape, even though you're trying and you're, it's like trying What's to What's the end result? The end result is that there's bodies in the ground. But it's All right, like if, but I'm if you shooting don't stop you, those yeah. people, they're going to do it again. Tell me whose fault And then they're going to do it again. And then they're going to do it again. When do you cut it off? I'm not arguing fault. And you grab your wife and use her as a shield. That's your fault. I'm not arguing fault. I'm arguing that the end result is the same. And that is that the ground on both in both areas are littered with the bodies of innocent people and innocent children and that i'm saying is unacceptable especially if you want to take the moral standpoint of we're doing the right thing it's a real bad look to kill children when you're doing the right thing but what, it's I, a real bad look to bomb a refugee camp to get to one guy when you're doing the right and thing. i agree that you have to be surgically precise but if i shoot at you and you grab a kid and use that kid as a shield 
that's on you. What do they do in hostage situations? Well, I mean, I mean, no, no, no. In, in a, wait, a if it's not the same thing. Hold on, if you hold on. Tell it me, is, it is, it's a similar could, idea. Listen, and let me, you let can, me finish. If you can let tell me, me that, that, me that the guy this. holding hostages is going to go kill 200 more people when yep. he gets out of there. So then you bomb the they're house. Gonna, well, they're going to handle it a lot so, differently. So if a guy, That's if right. a guy holds himself up in, a, in an office building they're with a weapon and he's got, hold on, hold on, let me let me make this point. You grab a gun and you hold 15 people in an office hostage. And the police respond, and they're surrounding the building. They don't just go storming in and shooting the place up because they got to get to you. They don't do that. But they, they make point, sure they make sure they'll have a standoff for seventy-two hours, six days, to make sure nobody gets hurt. But to Kevin's point, in a hostage situation, that guy is not actively killing hundreds of people and raping and attacking them. You would have to approach it differently. So then, so then you have to just bomb entire neighborhoods, well, I, and whoever gets killed gets again, killed. I'm not again. It shouldn't right. be indiscriminate. But we aren't. I mean, when you're when you're the one that is responding to an attack and a threat. So again, let's go back to World War II. Mm-hmm. We used the atomic bomb on two cities. It's horrific. It was almost all civilians. Yes, right? and Japan may have J- Japan may have uh, surrendered anyway. Maybe not because they were they were on the verge of quitting right, anyway. But there are a lot of historians that said that may have saved twenty five million lives yeah. in the fighting that would have followed. So I'm not saying you just say one number's bigger than the other and you choose to save the bigger. I'm saying we know that terrorists are going to keep killing. We knew that the Japanese were not just going to just quit. A lot of the belief at the time was they were just going to keep fighting till the last soldier was dead, which would have meant would have meant millions more dead. Ultimate end game. Do you think this is going to make Israel safer ultimately? No. And I don't know that there you there, go. Uh, right, but I don't know there's anything they could do that would make that happen. Not this because now no, you see, so when you you're, 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 when you're in the same place when, when where you do, started you're, with, with okay. a bunch of dead kids. When you're doing <laughs> when you're doing this, hold on a second. When you are doing this, when you're when you're a government, you are also trying to win a PR battle. You're clearly, never going no, 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 to convince hold on a second. Jordan, clearly, Syria, clearly, Iran. You're never going to. But stop you're not Iran. even you're not even convincing a lot of Americans too. You're not a, you're not even They're convincing not a lot of the West. You. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. It what does matter is perception in a way, and you you have to win the PR battle as best you can. The fact that they immediately started bombing entire neighborhoods and we're seeing the images over the last month of dead kids being pulled out of rubble is a huge reason you're seeing the protests around the world, not just in the Middle East, but here also did in guys, London. Did you guys see that Gal Gadot has 47 unedited minutes of the Hamas attacks? Yes. Which she's yeah. going to be yeah. holding screenings of? For muckety mucks, I saw something of yeah, 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 yeah. To try to make the difference, to try to say, look, you're seeing all the Palestinian kids being pulled through rubble. What you haven't seen is this, mm-hmm. and also terrible. This is interesting. Uh, I'm starting to see in the media, and especially on TikTok. I know the TikTok's not the media, but uh, almost Hamas attack deniers. I saw a yep. specific story today oh, yeah. saying Daddy yeah. wasn't put in the oven. They made that up. And it's very interesting to see that tactic being taken. Dave, real quick, you and me, we're the dads in this room. Somebody comes in and breaks into your house and kills one of your kids. Is your reaction going to be calm? Is your reaction going to be measured? You're not a government. You're a it human. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Your family yes, members it does. are it absolutely being killed. Does. You are not going to sit back. You are not. If if somebody kills one of my kids, if kills my kid, I don't care what happens after that for a period of time. Your 
a dad. You're speaking as a dad, not Every a government. Every one of those people in Israel are parents or sons That's, or daughters or relatives. But you're relatives. still operating as a government. Did anyone hear about Gaza's rocket, I think it was yesterday, that hit the Child Development Hospital Center in Ashkelon in southern Israel? They're Did not going to stop. They're not going to stop. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.